Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for joining us tonight for our continuing study of the book of Acts. Um, we are going to pick up where we left off last week, which is on verse evening, 42. Turn my phone down so we don't get an echo going through here. Um, if you have prayer requests, go ahead and send them in to us. We will be able to see them. Any questions, um, please feel free to send them in to us. We will answer them. Um, Ian and I are both watching. Welcome back. Hey, thanks. I hope you had a good vacation. Man, I had a great vacation. You know, I, I actually, <laughs> kind of funny, last week I was at, I was thinking maybe I should put a picture of Bernie sitting next to me with the... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I think we beat that dead horse a little too there much. But, <laughs> but um, um, I hope you had a good time off. It was, it was different without you, I have to say that. Uh, I do enjoy you being yeah, here. Most people say that, but then they, <laughs> they grin funny afterwards, so I'm not sure exactly what to no, take from we, that. <laughs> we, uh, we, we got through quite a bit last week. We, awesome. We talked about Peter addressing the crowd from beginning with verse 14 all the way down to verse 41, and we taught about you know what, um, what he, how he was pulling the Scripture together, mm. The Old Testament scripture at the time it wasn't called the Old Testament it was the scripture. <laughs> the scriptures and um, how he pulled that together to show there's just no excuse you, this Jesus yeah that they crucified he's the one yeah yeah and it's neat to see and understand that there's a um, I, I refer to it as a crimson thread yeah that, yeah that runs through the Old Testament yeah that, that like you that. just you just see Jesus and understand that yeah. that his blood crimson was going to be shed for us yep that's so. that's really good. Okay, so we will pick up in verse 42, but um, first, um, we got a couple prayer requests here. Yes. Okay, yeah, we got a couple prayer requests. Um, actually, why don't you so, open us up in prayer? I will. Yeah, that, that, sound? that sounds great. We'll do that. Heavenly Father, dear God, we just, we just thank you for this time. We thank you that we're able to get back together again. Um, I just thank you for it. And uh, Lord, it's, it's, a, it's a precious thing. That, uh, that we can meet and that we can open up your word and uh, that we can understand and read the truths that are in it. And uh, Father, allow your spirit to show how it applies to our lives and the things that, that are needed um, in our own personal lives. And uh, Father, I just ask you to bless this time. Father, I just pray that you be with Ron Marling's uh, mother-in-law, Shirley. Uh, she's in the hospital. Father, I pray that there be a restoration of health there. And Father, that you would just give the doctors wisdom to understand what's taking place, and Father, um, how th that uh, healing can come can come forth. Lord, I just pray for, for Ron and Shirley as well, and all the other family members, um, everyone who's involved in that situation. I ask for your peace and your grace to be upon them. Father, I also pray for Gary Conway um, as he prepares for surgery tomorrow. Lord, I just pray that you guide the doctor's hands, and uh, Father, that there's resolution to the, to the issue with his foot. And and Father, we also pray for his recovery, that the um, healing and recovery would be quick. And uh, Father, we just thank you for your love for us. We thank you for tonight and all of us who have gathered together, whether it's in the same room or Father, whether it's through the internet. Um, Lord, I ask you to continue to mend our hearts together. Father, that just a sense of, of knowing that we are one and um, Father, that you are the center of who we are. Father, I thank you for all that you've done in drawing us together over these months of COVID, um, where the world would see that we are separated. Father, there's something unique that you're doing, something special that you're doing to bring us together um, 
under your hedge of protection and under your, under your umbrella of love and care. So, Father, we worship you, we praise you, and we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, let's begin with verse 42. Um, we don't have a whole lot left in, the, in chapter 2, so we'll definitely get through that tonight and begin chapter 3. But um, Sounds good. I'll go ahead and read it. Okay, okay, thank you. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possessions and goods. They gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Let's stop there and talk about that. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole lot there. There's a whole lot there. I was going to yes. say there's a lot to chew on. Yes. That they broke bread together. Yeah. And, right? <laughs> but there is. There's a lot there. Um, even in verse 42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings. Mm -hmm. and, and that is, that in itself, the apostles' teachings, we look at that and we automatically think um, books of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that ha has a really different meaning. It does. The, so the apostles' teaching. So you know, look at it from the standpoint of they just were, had been working on bringing the scriptures together, which was right. what we now look at as the Old Testament. Right. 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 So the apostles are are their teachings are the experiences that they had with Christ and the lessons that Christ taught them. Right. So I think of the parables and all of the Bible stories mm -hmm. and and that we look at as Bible stories. And to to Jesus, he was sharing kingdom and spiritual principles through real life situations mm, mm -hmm. those were the teachings yeah that people set and listened to wow <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know I, you got all that out of one verse yeah. <laughs> and that's just amazing but it's so true and what I, I guess what i'm thinking right now is how how many times have i read this and never really pulled that much out of it like you said but it is so true their teachings were not First Peter, Second Peter, no, no, they First weren't. Corinthians, and it wasn't that. It, and Paul wasn't even on the scene yet, so it was the things that Jesus had taught mm -hmm. them. And I like how you said the, the real life experiences of, because that's what Jesus did. He took something they would understand. Of course, he spoke in parables, mm -hmm. so that those who were ever hearing but never understanding, and those who were right. seeing and not not believing, but he put it into a way that if they would just push in a little bit more they would get the meaning yes you know it wasn't just handed to here's here it is here it is here it is it right. was here it is it's over here if you come get it mm -hmm. you'll understand it yeah and, and it goes you know I'm, that reminds me of seek me and you will find me yeah knock and the door will be open there, right. there's a point where where there's has to there has to be a an action on on our part not that not that right. our action has anything to do with it, other than exactly. what is your desire? Do you want to know what's on the other side of the door if you do knock? Yeah. You know, but, but yeah. even, even as, as, as pastors, and this is one thing that you shared with me when I was stepping into the role of being a pastor, is, is that when one of the, the things that most of the congregations and those in the congregations had shared with you mm -hmm. that were meaningful to you, to them, were when you shared relevant mm -hmm. information 
experiences, lessons to their lives today. And, and that's so yeah. much of what jumped, it jumped out at me then. Um, when you shared that with me, um, it's jumped out at me since then and, and being the role of being in a, a pastoral position. But, but even for my own life, it's like, you know, when, when God opens up the scriptures for me personally and I can see something that he taught that is relevant to my life today, that I can walk away from my devotions and apply that, mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. that's, that lets, allows me to experience who he is. And that experience right. changes us. Right. And, and so it's, it's important to, I, I believe it's important to understand that <clears throat> the apostles' teachings weren't just the scriptures of what we see today. But right. it's really real life situations that Jesus taught um, the kingdom principles mm -hmm. to each one. Absolutely, and, and there's more to it. You know, it's the teaching, and then it goes on and it lists three more things: the fellowship, <laughs> right, breaking of bread, and to prayer. So, the fellowship is so important. And yeah, I heard something. I think it was today, maybe yesterday. Someone was saying, you know, you may be hearing, well, we've done well apart. We don't need to go back to church when the pandemic's mm -hmm. over. You know, we're doing fine. You know, we got the internet now. And, and sure, it's been a blessing to have the internet and to be able to put things online. Right. But God says in the book of Hebrews, do not forsake the gathering together as some right. have. It, because it is important, that fellowship, that connection with one another. Mm -hmm is important we learn from one another we grow yeah from one another it, it and it's it, had they just gone their own separate ways 120 remember that number 120 oh, yeah. from chapter one. Oh yeah 120 individuals teaching they'd have 120 different teachings right okay <clears throat> but that fellowship together was yeah. important that unity it, it really is and, and is i know important. too you know even even here when we start church on sunday if i yeah. would never stand up and go okay okay it's time to do announcements yeah we would fellowship for an hour. Yeah, we would. We, we, we don't want to hear you. We would get a chance to say a word. <laughs> and, and you know what? Honestly, honestly, that's okay. It is okay. Because yeah. it's like it's like you know we come together to church on Sunday to encourage, to build up, mm -hmm. to edify, right? To prepare, right? To prepare for honestly for being the church on Monday morning. Yeah. And exactly. so you know we're, we're out there at war mm -hmm. all week long. Mm -hmm. To be able to come back together and to fellowship, to smile, to laugh, to mm -hmm. encourage, to share, you know, and, and to be built up, to worship together. And, and I think it's funny to see, because the, the next part is um, in breaking of bread. Mm -hmm. Okay, pre-COVID, fellowship meant eating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Right. Fellowship meant eating. Right. Guess what we can't do? We can't have fellowship dinners. We can't. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But see, what, what I, I know you I know, know what, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Because what, we, what we're seeing God do is he has separated something that we thought was that isn't. No longer. I see your point. Okay, yes. You see, yeah. Because we come here and we don't have coffee and donuts and things like that. But people so enjoy one another in the presence of him. Yes. That's fellowship. That is, yeah. It's not, okay, who, who baked the, the breakfast casserole this yeah, morning? Yeah, right, know? right. It's, it's not about that any longer. And really, God is, is whittling us down and getting us back into what truth 
mm-hmm. is. Yeah, and, and we're right. Yeah. And so we're really understanding what fellowship is. Yeah. And and that is a vital part of the coming of the church together, and which we find in the last part, which I know we'll get to. Yeah. But the adding of the church. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, yes. Two things that that I'm convinced that people deeply, deeply desire, and that is to be loved. Yep. And to belong. And that's what the fel- that's what fellowship does is it allows people to belong to something. So when people walk into church and they're welcomed and they feel at home, um, they feel like people care. They yeah. want to be a part of that. They want to belong to that. And some people need to come in and they need that because they need healed. Yeah. So that fellowship yeah. is healing. So that's that's it why is. this is such. That's why I see these two things as being separated. You know, to, you know, we do. We laugh right. about, you know what, man, if you're a Christian, you know how to eat. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever denomination cooks the best, whatever. You know, it's yes, just those yes. type of things. And that's, yeah. But, but we've, we've not been allowed to do that. So it's, it's separated those things out. And so fellowship is vital. We all know that. Go back to your point. So after COVID, yeah. get together. But I think get our together. getting together is going to be a little different. Right. You know, I like how you said that because God has showed us what's important. Yes. You know, in our minds, we think, oh, well, we're in church, you know, we're, we're fellowshipping. Where's the food? You know, <laughs> right. and we need food, but man shall not live on bread alone. Ooh, that'll preach. Right. Yeah. So God, I, I, I really, I'm just reiterating your point. It was a very good point that God is showing us that the fellowship is important. It is. The food's important, but the fellowship aspect of it, which we are seeing. Yes. Now, and we really are seeing it. A lot in this church, I know. We, and we I'm sure are. others we're, are too. And, we've been so blessed. And, and you can even have that online with the comments and such. Even our, you can. our Sunday sermons, you know, the people are talking to one another, praying oh, for I one know. another I love on it. Facebook. So it's, the fellowship's there too. It, it is. It but is. yeah, that is, that's true. And least, or last but definitely not least, prayer. Oh, man. We can't say enough about how important prayer is. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine. I'm hearing lately, I've been hearing a lot. God has been bringing people to me that Hmm. they don't, I'm not, I don't mean this in a mean way, especially if you're watching this and you're one of the people that came to me that aren't necessarily comprehending the importance of prayer. And I didn't for the longest time. And I still don't think I am an expert on it by any means. We all need to understand more the power and importance of prayer. Yeah, I, every one of the revivals that have taken place has started there. Yeah, with prayer. Exactly. Yeah, it it really has, yeah. and it's that um, that loss of yourself and crying out to the one who can answer. Yeah, no matter what your concern is, and yeah. um, and and I think I believe honestly that we're getting oh yeah we're getting I'm back seeing to it. that. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Yeah, we, we really are. Yeah, um, and it's exciting. It is. It's very exciting. It's exciting to be a part of it, too, mm-hmm. and to be able to lead people into that. Yeah. So everyone was filled with awe. Oh, verse four. I love I, that. I know, me too. Yeah. I'm just like, I just love being there. Yeah. Just, does anybody else just love just sitting in awe, going, oh, my word, this is just absolutely amazing? You know, it's almost like you're just soaking in a hot tub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. I, it is. It's comforting. It's, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Where is this coming from? This is so different than what they were used to. You know, and mm-hmm. and because I love it, I love it how the verse forty three goes. Everyone was filled with awe, and and right, not because right, and right, 
Mm -hmm. So it's like the things that that took place in verse 42, Mm -hmm. devoting yourselves to the apostles' teaching, fellowship, breaking of bread, and prayer. Out of those things, everyone was in awe. Mm -hmm. And if that wasn't enough. I know. (laughs) But, you know, think about what the teachings were. Mm -hmm. You killed them, he rose again. That alone would put someone in awe. But then to see these people coming together, and they weren't all, I mean, were they all Jews? No, I don't think they were all Jews. No, no, because they were hearing in their own yeah, languages they were too. In their languages. So yes, they're all coming together, and that in itself is unusual. Yeah, that's for miraculous. That. Yeah. So they're all coming together and hearing and seeing the fellowship of one another, and they're in awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. More awe. Yeah. Because that just didn't happen. Jesus did it, but right. now these guys are doing it. Right. Whoa, they got the same power he has. Yeah. That is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Which proves that Matthew 28 was true. Yes. All authority has been given to me, I give unto you. Yes. Now go. Yep. And and so, the, the, and they were. And it's, it's one of the things, too, that oftentimes um, in, in Christendom, um, people believe that if there are miracles, signs, and wonders, then... God is more present there yeah, yeah. than in other places. Yeah. And and this passage does share that miraculous signs and wonders were done and that it was a part of the growing church, mm-hmm. which today the church is growing. So I believe miraculous signs and wonders are a part of our church today. Absolutely. <clears throat> but the the basis of which it all started was devoting yourselves to the apostles' teaching. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that goes back again. I'm going to go back to Matthew 28. Um, make disciples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teaching them, right? Right. So teaching, devoted themselves to the teaching. Fellowship, breaking of bread, and prayer. Um, that's plenty to get things started. <laughs> oh, yes. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. So it's not just about, well, you know, or do they do miracles at your church? You know, do they... <laughs> It's not about the church. It's not. It, it really it, it isn't. Um, it's not, and it's it's also too. It's not an either or. Right, right, right. You know, right. It's a it's a both and. Right. We do this and we do this. I mean, there's things happening at our church where we spent time in prayer about individuals who have been sick, and the next week we get a report on they've been healed. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what Absolutely. I mean. So it's not it, it's not a dividing point. It's something that brings the church further, should bring the church further together because it's God's in all of those things. You know, I want to, something that's coming to mind is um, in our society today, we, we try, we tend to take aspects of humanity that we know from what we see and what we hear and mm-hmm. live, living our lives in the physical world. And we try to apply that to God. And you right. just can't do that. God is beyond the physical. He is, he's, we can't even begin to describe who he is, okay? It's all done in faith. But what I'm saying is, you know, like when you're talking about, well, our church does this and our church does that, that's applying what we know to God. When we can open up our hearts and say, God, just show me who you are. Let me experience you. That's when we're Mm going to start to see 
no matter, it'll be here, it'll be at the church down the street, across the park, it'll be everywhere. Right. You'll see, if you will allow yourself to see, you will see what God wants you to That's see. That's right. It will That's come. That's good. When we break out of the physical yeah. and know that God is beyond that, and that's what these—that's why they were in awe too, mm -hmm. I believe, because yeah, they were—they were so focused on, okay, God, yeah, He's real and He's He's in heaven, but whoa, this is all happening here right, right now, and it was a—it was a change for them, mm -hmm. and it was what God intended to build the church, and He's building it again. Yes, in 2021, exactly. That's exactly. So, let's good look point. for it, man. Good point. So the apostle, um, miraculous signs and wonders were done, were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. There's that word together. Mm -hmm. Right. Together. I yes. know. Unity. I know. Exactly. And that. And again, it's 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 so neat to watch um, during this pandemic by allowing God to have His way to see, like what just what you were saying, Phil. For us to see what God wants to do and to let that happen, mm -hmm. um, we are seeing amazing unity. Oh, yeah. Amazing oh, unity. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's just it's, it's testimony to, to the truth of letting God be who he is and kind of stepping out of the way a little bit. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's not about growing our church or growing that church or, or giving the better report or, or whatever. It's like, so what does God want us to do? Yeah. Who does he want us to reach? And that's one of the things that, that I've been seeing more and more um, with the different ministries that, that God's allowing us to do mm -hmm. is that um, I, I notice a, that there's a difference between pouring out onto the community mm -hmm. and reaching into the community. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It, there, there's so many things where people are feeling like this is what God wants me to do. And it's, it's intentional, mm -hmm. it's purposed, it's targeted. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Very, it seems very strategic. And, and so those, those people have the freedom, which is another thing, but mm -hmm. they have the freedom in the unity of, of all of us coming together to go do those things. And so I see God reaching into the community, mm -hmm. not just kind of pouring everything right, right, out on right. top. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and, but it's, it, it, it's coming from a heart of togetherness. Yes. So yeah, it's and, it's neat to watch, and we're seeing his manifest presence. Yeah, yeah, we really in the are. community. We, we are. Really, we really are. Yes. All right. Selling their possessions and goods, they gave to anyone as he had need. There's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Really, it's like <clears throat> um, there was a situation um, years ago when um, we we were uh, Julie and I had the the opportunity of. of Living at a point, and most people have, living at a point where you couldn't rub two nickels together. Yeah. Okay. So. There. Yeah, and it really, and so you're you're just, um, you know, you're <clears throat> praying, mm -hmm. hands up, palms out. You know, <laughs> there's that kind of thing. I know there's something you've got to be sending something. Um, <clears throat> and so one day, <clears throat> that happened. God had somebody stop by, put a hundred dollar bill in my hand. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, fantastic. First thing I heard was live with an open palm. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, right? So God brought me across the path of this gentleman, and he says, I want you to give that to him. Mm -hmm. Live hey, with an open palm. Did you do it? Yes, I did. Good. I did. Good. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we worked on the attitude yeah. afterwards, <laughs> but, but I did it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I did it. And, yeah. and being able to do it and, and take that step then, um, God has just has proven himself faithful so many times after that, that it is a, it's a joy yeah. to live that way. And yeah. that, I share that just to, sh- to share stages of growth, honestly, just in my own life of, of you know what, I, I did it not fully cheerfully, yeah. but I did it. Um, but I sensed a, I sensed the Lord being proud Hmm. of me. Mm -hmm. And he's the one who led you to do it though. Yes. It wasn't out of an obligation you felt in your heart. No, it was obedience. And so, so I had a chance to experience that, that parental, um, thankful heart. You know, towards yeah. me as a child, yeah, 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 and and that that struck a chord with me, because you know you do you want to please your parents, and mm-hmm. and with that you know I want to please the Lord. So so he took me on this journey of growing, in that awesome. arena. Yeah. To but that this verse reminds me of of living with an open palm, that the things that he's given us is from him, for whatever he needs, whatever work he has taking mm-hmm. place, and if that work That's is important. in your life, yeah, then I get to be a conduit yeah. for him to flow through and, and to, to be there so that you see him. Right, right. In your time of need. Right. Or what? And not, right, right. You know? And, and the reason I was asking those questions was I know that some people, they'll listen to um, somebody on TV or they'll listen to this Bible study and they'll mm-hmm. say, I don't know how I could possibly do that. How could I give someone $100? We're not asking anybody to go out and give someone $100 right now. No, no, no. That's what God led you to do. Yes. Okay. And Mm -hmm. there was a time when God asked me to give somebody $10. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I didn't do it. Okay. Yeah. But that came back around and it was several years later. And this time it was 20. Okay. But I did it. (laughs) Interest. But I did it. Okay. (laughs) This time I did. So what I'm getting at is... I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying work with God. Yes. Because that brought me closer to him when I did do it. Mm -hmm. And I felt that disappointment when I didn't do it. Yeah. But not so much that it was, oh, God's mad at me and God hates me. I I wouldn't let those thoughts come in. And we can't let those thoughts come in. Yeah, because that's condemnation. Exactly. That's not from God. Mm -mm. But what I'm saying is if you feel like God's leading you to do something, then continue to press in and ask, yes. them, is this really you? Yeah. You know, because it very well could be the enemy's trying to get you to throw away all your money and God wanted you to keep it to give it to somebody else or mm-hmm. use it for something else. Right. So we have to make sure that we listen to God right. and, and get that in that relationship with him so that we know it's him and we know what to do and what not right. to do, when to do it, when not to do it. We can't judge it by somebody else's experience. Mm-hmm. You know, like we can't tell everybody, okay, Ian gave $100 away, so you go give $100 away. Because they're going to come to you and say, where's the $100 bill you want me to give away? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be waiting a while. Yeah. <laughs> you know and what I mean? I do, I do. And the other thing that I find interesting here is in verse um, 45 is that is that this was the church taking care of the church. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, it's, are you going to take care of your family? Yeah. You're going to take care of your family. And you know, that goes clear back to the Old Testament too. You know, God, yeah, it does. Israel, I mean, God told them, take care, leave this at the corner of your gardens mm. for people 
to have nothing That's and right. you know and give some to the priest and he wanted to take care of people yeah. and he wanted he wants us to take yes. care of people too. That's right. I, that is very honoring, I believe. Yeah. So they broke bread together. Oh, wait. Every day verse 46. Yeah. <clears throat> Every day they had continued to meet together in the temple courts and they broke bread in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Glad and sincere hearts. It's beautiful. It is. <clears throat> and praising God and enjoying all the favor, enjoying the favor of all the people. And, and I love that too, because that, yeah. that last part, enjoying the favor of all the people, yeah. that means that I'm seeing God move and mm. work in your life. Mm -hmm. And that brings me just as much joy. Right. <clears throat> Absolutely. And, and that's something that I'm starting to see more of now. And I think we're going to see a whole lot more as time goes on this yes. year. Yes. <clears throat> where, you know, we can find the joy in, in seeing, well, maybe I need something and I'm waiting on God. But if I see Nancy gets it, then mm -hmm. I'm going to be happy for Nancy. Yes. You know, and I'm going to thank right. God for Nancy. That's, that, right. that's what he's saying here is the, the, the enjoying the favor of all people. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's great. You know, because God, just because I need something right now, maybe Nancy needs the same thing. God knows if Nancy needs it more than me or needs it now and I don't. I don't know that. I have to trust God. That's what I'm getting at. We got to put our trust back in God. Didn't we just hear about that today? <laughs> in the midweek uplift? Yes. <laughs> I think we did. All right. Let's That's because great minds think alike, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, that's okay. Um, and enjoying oh. the favor of all people. And the Lord oh, added we, to their number daily, daily, those who were being saved. You know, if 3,000 wasn't enough. I know, right? You know, adding daily. Just, if we think about in the timeline here, 120 people. Now we've got 3,120 people after one day. <laughs> And daily, the numbers being added to, it, it just, it's staggering to think about the growth that was taking place. Right. But, and God, and Jesus had told them, mm -hmm. this is how it happened. First in Jerusalem, then in Judea and Samaria, to the very ends of the earth. Right. And it was happening. It was. It was. And, and it wasn't a, and, and it, we'll pick this up. You know, as we read along, mm -hmm. but those of any any of us who have dealt with you know corporations or, or work or anything like that, it's just like, look, if you got a lot of people starting to show up, you better be ready. Yeah, yeah. Are you that's kidding me? That's a good point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At, yeah. at some point, you're just going to go, all right, sit down. <laughs> or you know, if if a thousand people walked into church here on Sunday, what what would we do, other than Spend a whole lot of time fellowshipping, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's just going to be, you know what? Let's take a moment and enjoy what the Lord is doing, mm -hmm. and just be thankful yes. for those things. And yes. so, what would what would have been a a normal quote unquote service would have turned into a a time of praise, a time of fellowship, mm -hmm. a time of getting to know, you know those type of things. So it's it's there are oftentimes there can be a lot of anxiety that would rise up in us to go, you know what? We're not ready for all this. Yeah. You know what? You never yeah. are. Are you ever really ready for God to enter your world? No. No, you're no, not. You're you know, not. Are you ever really ready to get married? Are you ever really ready to have a child? You know, just, you know, we can yeah. go on and on. And the same thing is just like, look, you know, if, if we believe, which we do, that 
2021 is a year of multiplication, mm. of drawing in close to the Lord, then we're going to see in our spheres and in our churches a growth mm -hmm. that you can't measure. No. So no, it's, it's an understanding of just flowing with what God is doing because he's going to add to our numbers. Wow. And it can seem overwhelming when, can. That, when that happens. Uh, it may, you know, not just for the pastor, but if you're used to coming to a church that has 70 to 80 people on a Sunday, well, not so much now with COVID, but right. all of a sudden you got a couple hundred again, like it was way back mm -hmm. when, you know, some people that have been here a long time, they, okay, that, that's speaking back to the glory days. Some of the newer people are like, wow, there's a lot of people in here. It can be overwhelming. Yeah. Okay. And that's when, anytime there's a change in our life like that, the enemy will just, you yeah. don't belong there. It's too much for you. They'll start attacking you. And someone we, took your someone seat. Someone took your seat. <laughs> we have got to be ready to battle those thoughts. We, we do. And, and I do believe, honestly, that that's a point of preparation. Yeah. That even now, for us to be able to, you know, for God to bring this up and allow us to talk about this even now, God is, is preparing. He's mm -hmm. preparing us. Mm -hmm. He's preparing mm -hmm. those Absolutely. who are listening and watching Absolutely. To, to, to understand that more and more people are coming. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we've experienced the same thing with our food ministry. Um, to, to have a, a few people um, coming in to now mm -hmm. COVID, now we're at yeah. Click, click, click. You yeah. know, and, and you know you can even measure that by the amount of food that we're giving out. You know, from yeah. fifteen hundred to two thousand pounds of food a month to five thousand to seven thousand pounds of food a month. You know, you're just looking at that from a from an aspect of, okay, there's there's growth happening there because people are being served, needs are being met, yeah. and and needs be, because of COVID and many other situations, but needs in people's lives are rising to the surface to the point where that's what they're seeing. And now they want a solution. They want mm -hmm. help. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then naturally, they're going to be drawn to. Right. And, and, and God's bringing them too. He is. Because I've always said this. Just get off subject for a second. Way back when I first started as a pastor, back in 99, one of the first things they gave me was a book. The Church Growth Handbook is what it was called. And they said, oh, this will work for a church of four people or 100 people. <clears throat> I just happened to have a church that had four people. There you go. So, was I, okay. you. so I start reading, I'm thinking, <laughs> all these principles, and I'm thinking, why don't we just do what God wants us to do, and then he'll bring the people. It's a simple concept. When you do what God wants you to do, he will bring the people to you because you're doing what he wants you to do. Because that's only a page. It won't sell. <laughs> no, that wasn't in the book. That was just what I thought. That was just, that wasn't in the book. I was reading this book and the whole time I'm thinking, I'm not reading this. I'm just going to do what God leads me to do and the people will come. When I left that church, we were up to 14. There you go. You know? Awesome. <laughs> but from four to 14, that's pretty big. There you go. But anyway, what I'm saying is, because we, we did, we took care of people's yeah. needs. We, we preached the word. Yeah. We fellowshiped. We did the things that God wanted us to do. Verse just 42. like in the book of Acts. Yes. Yeah. And that's exactly what I was thinking about was the, church Great of the first point. century in the book of Acts. And when the churches do that, you don't need a book to tell you how to grow. This book mm -hmm. will tell you how to grow. Right. And then I also ask the question, why do we want to grow? If you want to grow for money, I'm out. Yeah. I want no part of that. If you want to grow 
to lead people to God, to have greater fellowship, to have to see mm. the joy in others right. when they come to the Lord. Right. I'm all for that. Yeah, which is a beautiful heartbeat to hear. Yeah. It really is. Man, so if good. we can renew our minds to think like that, Romans yeah. 12, 2, mm. we can make a difference in that's this right. world. That's we can. Right. Well, yeah, and, and we are. And that's, that's, the, that's another great thing about it. It's just, it's just fun to be a part of. Yeah. You know? I feel like I should throw my pom-poms down. It now really is. Being a know. cheerleader. You're doing great. <laughs> okay. Did we finish... Chapter yeah, two? the Lord added, and the Lord added to their number daily. Yeah, you know, just with with that, the one last point to make on that is, yeah. is I really believe that there's an expectation that we should carry with that, that mm. the Lord will add to the number daily. You know, just even before we started, you know, you and I had a chance to talk about our days today. Yeah, and and just what happened with you today? Who did God bring into your path? And you know, and who did God draw? To himself today that you got yeah, to experience. Yeah, right. And, you know, and I got this experience the same thing. And, you know, it wasn't just one. No. And it wasn't just one with me. Right. And, and so we're watching God draw people into his church, into his family. Right. Daily. Daily. We're watching it. Right. So, if we, you know, when we all get together, somebody's going to have a story. Right. A testimony uh, right, about right. somebody being drawn into the family of God today. Absolutely. So, expectation. Yeah. Expectation. And, and I, I could go on, but I'll, let's just move on. Okay. Sounds great. I will just get a sidetracked. <laughs> I don't know. You look good with pom poms, Phil. <laughs> I can't believe you just put that out over Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just great. You know, there's websites that record these things and keep them forever. <laughs> I can never run for president now. <laughs> All right. Shall we begin chapter three? Yes, we shall. Okay. Uh, All right. I'll read the first part of it. One day, Peter and John were going to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now, a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When Peter, he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. Mm. So the man gave him his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Hmm. I wanted to stop partway through, but I thought, no, I got to just take this story yeah. to the end. It's so good. So, all right, let's talk about this. Oh, you want me to go first? <laughs> All right, well, we're coming off of daily adding to their number. Mm. And now they're going to the temple to pray at the time of prayer at 3 in the afternoon. Okay, there's significance to 3 in the afternoon. That's around the time that Jesus died. That's right, okay? that's right. Um, and this man is crippled from birth, was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful. 
That's a beautiful thing right there, it too. Is. Yes, it is. But, okay, let's think about this from a, go back to what I was saying earlier, the physical mm -hmm. world, the logical. Okay. Crippled from birth. This man's not going to walk. Right. That's what we say. Mm -hmm. This man walked. This man walked because of what Peter said. Didn't even touch him. He just spoke the word, and the man walked. Isn't that something? Yeah, he didn't even have to lay hands on him. Mm -mm. <clears throat> and, the, and the said, guy didn't expect it. No, he didn't. He's like, <clears throat> look at me. Well, but he's, but even that, you know, he's going to the temple. Why? To get money. To get money, right? Hey, he's using his disability, right, to get money, right? He had accepted his disability. He had, he had, and so he's yeah. looking. You know, he's a, he's going to get a handout, mm -hmm. not a hand up. Ooh, ooh, I like that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> With lifted hands. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's good. And, too, you know, it's another thing that, um, you know, Peter and John saw past the request for what he wanted. Right. And saw what he needed. Yeah. And that's what Jesus did, too. Yeah. You know, and that, that's proving that Jesus, that the Holy Spirit had come and entered into their lives because they changed. Mm -hmm. You know, these were people that... I can't even imagine what they thought when in Mark chapter two, when that man was being let down and, yeah. and Jesus said, not get up and walk. He said, your sins are forgiven. Hmm. He saw the need. Then he took care of right. the physical need. But anyway, now these guys are doing it. Right. And it's not the son of God here doing this. These are the sons of men doing mm -hmm. this. And that's a big difference. It, it is. It but is. The Holy Spirit was in them. Mm -hmm. And in the two, you know, their time with Christ was, you know, they saw a lot of things, but yeah. but what was happening was it was changing. It was changing their mindset. Mm -hmm. It was changing their vision. They didn't see things the way they always used to see them. Right, right. They saw them the way that Christ saw them, and and with the Holy Spirit then residing in them, um, they had a, a they now have a different set of lenses to look at life through. Yeah, and and it's the same for us today. Right. Um, right. We at times, honestly, we have to fight past the um, jadedness that we can get, mm -hmm. and really see the need. That's really good. You know, we we are taught in our society that this man don't talk to him. He's a beggar. Look past the fact that he's crippled. He's right. begging for money outside the temple. You know what he should have been? He should have been in the pew. <laughs> He shouldn't have been sitting outside. Don't what was carry he not? him Why to the not? Gate. Yeah, carry he him inside. Been, you know what? He should have been up at the rails where he should have been, getting himself straight. <laughs> but that's sometimes that that can be our mindset. Yes. And and really, what it is is God has has deposited His Holy Spirit within us so that we see the need, and He has empowered us so that we can meet the need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and and I, I know we've been doing this a lot tonight, but I'm going to talk about this year what we're going to see. Okay. Okay. Because I know that in the past, people would, let's say somebody's sitting outside our door, uh -huh. ready to come to church. If he's sitting on this side, they're walking in like this, looking, and I'm not trying to, you know, badmouth anybody. Right. I might've done it too. Mm -hmm. But now with what God's doing is he's turning our heads. Yes. And he's saying, and some people are going to say, I don't know where that came from. You're going to be sitting down and saying, well, how can I help you? Right. And then you're going to walk and say, where did that come from? Mm -hmm. And it was from God. That's right. 
Okay, and that is coming. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you. It is. It's going to be, people are going to invite others into their lives, into church. And they may, and it may be the biggest step for them in the whole world Mm -hmm. to say, why don't you come in and sit down with me? Yeah. But it's just, if that's the Lord, you're right, Phil, that's the Lord is moving in us and through us in ways that would not have happened. In the past, he has wanted us to do it, Mm -hmm. but now he's coming in and not making us do it, but encouraging us and we're listening. Yeah. Because he'll never make us do anything we don't want to do. But he's coming into our lives and he is encouraging us through his spirit Mm -hmm. to act and move. And we are listening and we're going to do it because the time is now for this to happen. Mm -hmm. It's one of the things in reading this passage. What if... Would you ever consider, not you, you, would you ever consider looking at someone and saying, gold and silver, I do not have, but what I have, I'll give you. Mm-hmm. I was going to bring that up too. Right. Well, then yeah. No, no, go right ahead. No, it, well it really, it's one of those things to just go, would I really, would I really do that? Yeah. And I, I wonder if Peter, I mean, it doesn't say, I wonder if he th- thought that even for a brief moment mm-hmm. but he didn't he, we know that he did it you know because luke's telling us this is what peter said okay so he did act on it and what i'm saying is yeah. if you're having those thoughts i don't know if i could do that peter might have had those thoughts too we don't know but he did it that's the difference mm-hmm. if you have that thought i'm guaranteeing you it's coming from god yeah. do it say it yeah because words have power. Yes. And that's the thing, too. You know, Peter said, what I have, I give you. Yeah. So there has to come a point in time where I have to look in my own life and go, okay, so what do I have? And what Peter was referring to was the power of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely, right. So that same Holy Spirit that deposited in me. So and do I have... all of them. Yes, exactly. And so then do we have what Peter had? Absolutely. <laughs> we right. do. I know. We can heal people. Exactly. Exactly. Because I don't have a whole lot of silver and gold to give out. <laughs> on, you mean, and, and, you know. Yeah, I know right? what you mean. Right. And it, it's because it's not what he needed. That's not what the beggar That's needed. That's not what he needed. You're right. You're right. It's what he thought he needed. Yes. But he got what God knew he needed. Right. And he praised God for it. Mm-hmm. And th- That's another one. But go ahead. I just want to ask you a question. Sure. As a pastor, mm-hmm. have you ever stood up here and said, well, I don't know if I can say that because they might think I'm weird. Even just once, have you ever thought that? True. I have. I have. I have. Now, I ask all of you, <laughs> have you ever thought, oh my gosh, he's weird for what he just said? No, nobody thinks that. No comments. No, I, no. I guarantee you nobody on here is going to say, yeah, I thought he was weird. Well, I might have said something funny, but <laughs> what I'm getting at is... Yes. Say it. If the thought comes, say it because they're not going to think you're weird. You don't think people are weird. They're going to say, whoa, did you see what just happened? And they're going to come to the Lord. And you're going to bring someone to the Lord Mm -hmm. by being obedient to that thought that just came to mind. Exactly. And you're going to perform miracles and signs and wonders. And you're going to sit and then you're going to walk into church and say, where did that come from? Mm -hmm. But do it. Trust me, just yeah. do it because nobody's going to think you're weird. And God is going to bless you for your obedience and yes. you're going to see 
miracles take mm-hmm. place. And, and you'll know it's of God, too, because in, if we go on in, in this story, the man jumps up, mm-hmm. right, and he's walking around, and he's jumping, and he's praising, praising God. God. Not Peter. Right, right. You know, that's the thing, too. That is true, you know, there, yeah. There are times that, you know, that, that the Lord has used me, and, I, and I'm sure I know with you as well. And, and people do not go, oh, praise Ian. He is just no. the best in the whole world. No. Or praise Phil. It, it, it always, the praise goes to the one who has done the work. Right. Now, we may say, I may say thank you, Ian, yeah. but in my heart, I'm praising God. I know. And, and, and I know people are like that, too. They may yeah. say, thank you, Phil. Thank you, Ian. But they're praising God. They are. And, and, and that's the key. That really is. And, and um, to, to see people praise and worship God who has met their need, that experience drives, stamps such an impression on their heart mm-hmm. that God is for them, that he is with them, that he sees them. <laughs> You know what I mean? I and exactly it, and it just mean. so builds the relationship between that person and the Lord, mm-hmm. that um, that vertical relationship, mm-hmm. that the horizontal person, the person who was used or saw, God, yeah, or who, who God um, flow, flowed through, mm-hmm. is lost. Now there may be a thanks, but mm-hmm. it's this. This was that experience with the Lord is what is what mm-hmm. drives a, right. a relationship deeper. Oh, absolutely. You know, so it's always good. You know, when people, something happens and the Lord moves and the miraculous thing takes place, that prayer is answered, whatever it may be. And that, and the praise goes to the Lord, then then you know you have, you're, you're in the right line of thinking and right. what's happening. Right, absolutely. Well, we're a little bit past time, but okay. um, yeah. any other thoughts on this or you want to? No, I think that's great. Let's go ahead and wrap up and, and spend time in prayer. If there's any other requests, that have come up. Um, let's go ahead and pray for them, and we will close up until next week. All right. I don't see any prayer requests. Okay. Just a lot of people watching, which is good. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, we'll pick up in chapter 3, verse 11 next week. Sounds good. That's great. Well, Phil, would you close us in prayer? Absolutely. Thank you so much. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for being here tonight, and you've shown yourself to be in our presence tonight. There's no way Ian and I could have come up with the words we've spoken to, to express who you are the way you had us express it tonight. So thank you, Lord. And I pray that these words, as they go out to the people watching in the sanctuary or listening or watching on Facebook or on a podcast, that they, Hmm. it will penetrate them and that you, Lord, will put your power behind it to drive the point home even more. Change lives, Lord. Bring healing. Rest, restore, Father. Generate fellowship. Lord, do what you do through all that has been said. For, Lord, it is not us, it is you. And to you alone belongs the glory, Father. So thank you for this night. We thank you and we praise you for this incredible evening together. And we thank you for all that you're doing through all the people of this church and the mm. people on the Facebook that are watching and, and even those who we don't even know that they've been watching or, or have watched. We just thank you for all of them and bless them all for watching and taking part. And Father, care for us as we go home this evening. Help us to wake with the morning light, mm. to praise you and thank you for another day. And Father, just bring us back again next week that we can
continue what we are learning and continue to open our hearts and pour into them, not just next week, but every day until then. Increase us as we decrease ourselves. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for joining us, and we'll look forward to seeing you next Wednesday. Have a good night. Good night.